Welcome back to The Voice for Iowa EMS. I am your host, Andy. I am here today in Hiawatha, Iowa at the Hiawatha Fire Department uh, with Nick. Nick, nice to, nice to see, see you and meet you here in a beautiful station you have here. Yeah, thank you. It's nice to be on here, Andy. Appreciate it. Yeah, so so Nick, start out with uh, what region you represent here for the IMSA board. Yeah, I represent the uh, Northeast Iowa region. Cool, and how long have you been on the board? Uh, three years now. I started in 2020. Three years. So you started, you started in the, the COVID era. I did. Uh, board members. Started in the height of the COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was a tough time for all of us, probably. You probably uh, you yeah. didn't have any experience to go off of as far as the conference and things like that that we usually do. Nope, we know? had a lot of uh, Zoom meetings. <laughs> yeah, Zoom, Zoom meetings, which, which has become kind of our day-to-day kind of stuff in, has, in, a, yes. in our world. Yeah, so I, I guess uh, tell me a little bit about your service affiliation here at, at Hiawatha. Yeah, so I'm the uh, Deputy Chief of EMS for the Hiawatha Fire Department. Very good. So it's a career department, and uh, we, sh- we were talking a little bit offline earlier. You started out uh, as a volunteer here? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we, we have both paid and volunteer staff. Yeah, and when did you start uh, volunteering here? Uh, I started in 2011. 2011. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a 12, year, 12 years now. Huh? Yeah. That's as long as you've been here. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. <laughs> no, not at all. So I guess, uh, is, when, what year did you get started in EMS? I started in EMS in 2007. Seven? Um, before that, I had joined the fire department when I was in high school, mm-hmm. um, when I was on Robbins Fire. Started in high school and... Found a love for it. Kind of been doing it since. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Well, I guess, uh, so to try to learn more about you outside of EMS, do you have a favorite hobby or something you like, uh, enjoy doing when you're, when you're not working? Yeah, I like to, uh, I like to travel. My wife and I go traveling all over, getting ready to go to Colorado here. Colorado? Yeah, yeah. what part? Uh, we're going to go to Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs, yeah. very cool. You have a favorite place you've been to so far or anything like that? Um, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, yeah, pretty awesome. I went up there. Beautiful up there, you it's know. beautiful. The it's very relaxing. It is. Very that's that's kind of what we usually need in EMS, right? We need yes. vacations that send us somewhere where we can just not have a pager, not have a phone, yep. and just kind of relax. Right? Yeah, we tend to go to national parks when we go places. <laughs> awesome. I like that. I like that. We're going to go to Great Sand Dunes uh, National Park here. Awesome. So that's going to be pretty fun. That's great. That's great. So. I guess, uh, are you a fan of sports at all? You're kind of in the Mecca area. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm pretty close uh, here. You know, I, I live close to the university and uh, my wife works there, but I'm a Cyclone fan. <laughs> you're a Cyclone fan. Okay. I am. All right. Actually, you're uh, the first one that says a Cyclone fan on my, my road trip so far. Yes, so, yes. I do root for the Hawkeyes, yes. except when they play for <laughs> Play the, Iowa State. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, my my family has a lot of uh, farmers went to Iowa for eggs. That's their big one, right? That's their bread and butter. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, Iowa State's kind of near and dear. But, yeah. yeah. So would you say you kind of have a house divided a little bit with, with the wife working there at University of Iowa or uh, not really? Not so much. She went to UNI. So. Oh, that's it. Don't matter. <laughs> throw all three of us in there, right? Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> I love it. Very cool. Do you have any like professional sports teams that you follow or anything like uh, that? I like to follow the Cubs. Cubs, yeah. Um, 
I don't particularly have a football team, but I mm-hmm. like to watch football. Yeah, so. Sunday Sunday night kind of thing. Nice yeah, thing to it's, do. it's kind of fun to watch. So yeah, very cool. Uh, what about what about favorite food? Do you have a favorite food that you enjoy? Dinner? Oh man, I like to cook. So I like trying new things. Um, making new things is always a, a fun thing to try. Do you have, have anything right now recently that you made that you're like, wow, I got to make that more? I just made. I got my. I got a hold of my grandma's rhubarb crisp uh, recipe. You know, that recipe was, like, in a safe. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not going to get anywhere, uh, right? Yeah, I'm not sharing that, but... It was, it's delicious. <laughs> oh, anything rhubarb, man. That is, that is, oh. uh, that's like a high level, like on my podcast, I said like s'mores things are my it's, favorite. It's got a lot of sugar and a lot of butter. Ru- in yes. It, rhubarb oh. is, oh, it, 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 it is guarantees delicious. a heartburn, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Very so. Cool. Awesome. Uh, movie, TV show. Do you have a favorite movie or TV show or a mixture of both oh, that man. you follow? So I am a diehard office fan. Love the office. <laughs> um, recently though, I've gotten more into the Jack Ryan uh, series oh. on Amazon. Amazon, huh? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's it's kind of very CIA action packed. You know, really explosions. You know, <laughs> cool action. stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's what we like here, you yeah, know. So the, <laughs> the actor who played Jim in The Office is stars in that in that show. Oh, so, so maybe there's a, like an actor allegiance there. <laughs> yeah, you know? John Krasinski is, yeah. is fantastic. He's an excellent actor. Yeah. So it's cool. it's kind of hard for me at first to take him seriously because yeah. he's like the jokester in The Office. <laughs> Yeah, and Bobo he goes Chang. to being, you know, action GI Joe guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> goes from the office to this badass. That yeah, is out he there. goes <laughs> to being a badass and like zero to thirty, and he well, does an excellent job at it. You know, that's awesome. I'm have to put that one on my list. Yeah, it's it's a it's an awesome show. All right, Nick, we'll move on to some more IAMSA oriented questions. So, starting out, what what sparked your interest to serve on the board? Um, I know I, I wanted to get more involved in the EMS community in the, within the state. You know, we, I was I was one big small town. You know, and, that's true. Uh, you know, I get to get to know people through my role and my position here at Hiawatha, and it's it's fun to meet people from other places in the state. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to talk to people from Western Iowa where their needs are vastly different than mine and it's it's kind of fun to be able to bounce ideas off of people and, and promote EMS in the state of Iowa. Um, I think that's what really drew me into it is being able to push and advance EMS within the state at the state level. So Yeah, good. I like that. I like that. So that, so what committees are you involved with on the board? Uh, currently, I am the chair of the individual membership committee. Oh, and, I'm involved uh, with our members. Yes, I'm I'm always talking to different members and um, it's it's kind of fun to get to meet people that way making sure that you know when services or whatever need to renew or people like making sure that we're advocating yes what we do and why we do what we do because we do a lot of great things here at IMSA uh, and I also help with the the vendor hall uh, set up and stuff like that and that's kind of fun because you get to talk to the different vendors yes and, you get uh, to see our as, vendors. as a deputy chief who talks to vendors a lot it's a great way to network yes yes <laughs> I got a guy that's purchasing ambulances equipment uniforms all that kind of stuff you get all that down there absolutely so uh, yeah I did ta- a lot of talking on ambulances because I just am actually tomorrow we're opening bids for uh, a new ambulance For, so look at that it was kind of a kill two birds with one stone but yeah it was kind of fun just to be able to advocate for ems corporate mm-hmm. level that's a big benefit i think of being on the board is yeah. Yeah, you know get to know your vendors a little bit better and, and you, you know try to get a good deal and making sure that right. everything uh, that you're getting is what they say it is and, and it's and we have some fantastic vendors that, we that support us and i cannot thank them enough for the the support that they do 
um, for the EMS community and IAMSA in particular, mm-hmm. they do a lot to support IAMSA, which Absolutely. is fantastic. So yeah, we love our vendors, we love our corporate sponsor. They they really help make sure that our conference is a hit every year. So that Absolutely. vendor hall, filling them with ambulances, a helicopter every year, it's uh, yeah. it's quite an event. It it's is quite an event. So I I guess uh, speaking of like kind of favorite part of of being on IAMSA, what's what's your favorite part or favorite memory while you've been serving on the board? Right. I I really enjoy the networking. Uh, I think the education that we provide at, at IAMSA is top notch. It's probably some of the best in the Midwest, if not the country. You know, you look at a lot of other states and they, they try to emulate us, which is they do. really says something about uh, the great things that we're doing. But just going and talking to people from different parts of the state, you know, I get to talk to people from volunteer services, paid services, big, small, rural, urban, you know, so it's it's fun to talk to those people and, and to just see people that, you know, you know, because EMS is a small town. We talk, it is. Uh, we know each other, mm-hmm. and it's it's fun to be able to just, you know, go go grab dinner with a group of people mm-hmm. and like, hey, let's let's go talk and we talk, yeah. eat, talk shop and, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to just kind of hear how people are doing things. I think that's, 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 uh, that's, I think that's going to be one of the favorite part for a lot of people is just to get to meet all the people on the board, different areas that, mm-hmm. you know, you normally wouldn't meet unless they were at an IAMSA event. Right. Or even the vendors, uh, mm-hmm. some of the vendors or the speakers, mm-hmm. um, that, that probably leads into your next question. Yeah. So yeah, it does. <laughs> Perfect. So favorite, favorite speaker at our annual conference. What would you say yours is Nick? I really enjoy John Politis. Oh, he's the man. Uh, he is a fantastic individual. Um, he is an excellent speaker. The man is just fantastic to talk to one-on-one. Um, that guy has done more in his career than I could ever possibly imagine. And his national park stories are just out of this world. Uh, he has some fantastic stories and just really great outlook on EMS and the fire service. Mm-hmm. And he's got great insight on, on both of those things, which he has a lot of experience in both. He does. And uh, he, he is just a cool guy to talk to. He is. Outside of fire and EMS, like he's just a great guy to talk to. Yeah, he he tells a story very well, too. He does. He's <laughs> very great at telling stories. And yes. Keeps you engaged the entire time, and you're just on the edge of your seat, like, oh, tell me more. Yeah, and I think that's a big reason why we bring John back for our Leadership Academy every two Absolutely. years. You know, and he, he puts on an excellent Leadership Academy. Yes. Uh, I've gone through that myself, and it was as a new service director, I went through that program, and it was a huge help. It was. No, he's great. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good answer. I like that, Nick. All right. Uh, next up, we'll move on to some more general EMS oriented questions. So, so Nick, what motivated you to become an EMS provider? What's that? What was that urge uh, to, to do this? Yeah. So I got started in EMS through the fire service because I wanted to be a firefighter. And, you know, I kind of went through the motions to start and then I went to EMT school. And I was like, kind of like this. This yeah. is a lot of fun. And then I did a, a rod time with Lou Wolf. Uh, when she was working for Johnson County and did ride time with her. And uh, she definitely sparked that interest in going to paramedic school. So I have, I have Lou Wolf to thank to that. Lou, if you're listening, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so a preceptor, essentially. Yeah, like I, I just went there as a job shadow for high school because I'd done a job shadow. They they didn't let me go to a, a fire department mm-hmm. or an ambulance. They had me go to a, literally a grocery store. And uh, <laughs> It's definitely not even on my list of things that I wanted to go do a yeah. job shadow at. So mm-hmm. My my mom knew Lou, and they set up a, a time for me to go do a ride time at Johnson County as a, just a job shadow. And, wow. You know, we only had one call in the entire shift, but it was enough to hook hook me in and run me in. So, yeah, sometimes that's all it takes, uh, right? Yeah, I got I to gotta thank her for uh, definitely 
that and and Robin's fire and some of my mentors here at Hiawatha definitely kept that interest going. So yeah, it's uh, kind of started off as, you know, just having a little interest in the fire service and has become a passion. So Very cool. I, so I guess on top of that, you know, what moment, what's your favorite part about being an EMS provider today? I, I really enjoy just going to help people. And I know that sounds very cliche, but you know, it, it could be their worst day of their life and they're really sick. And you really, you know, obviously we want to be there to help. I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody, but I want to be there when it does to, to make sure I can help them, you know. And But really what gets me is like going to somebody's house and the other day we, we did a smoke detector battery change and gentleman's older and he's on oxygen and, you know, his lawn hadn't been mowed in a long time and, you know, he's telling us how he can't do it. And so we just went out and mowed his lawn for him. Yeah, acts of service. Know? Right. So like. Sometimes it's just that value added thing. Um, what can I do? You know, Chief Alan Brunacini, uh, if you know who he is, uh, he was the chief of the Phoenix Fire for a mm-hmm. long time. Uh, he's kind of the godfather of the fire service, you know, yep. and one of his big things was value added. How do we add value to the community? And, you know, whether it's helping somebody change a tire, mow their lawn, you know, take their dog out to go to the bathroom before you take them to the hospital, you know, things like that. Just that's what really makes EMS enjoyable. I enjoy the patient care and all that. Love that stuff too. But just being able to make somebody's day on their Mm -hmm. worst day, help it make it just a little bit better. Going Um, back to a lot of those acts of kindness, just to, to bring value to what you do in your community. Right. And I think that helps you. It helps me individually as just a way to survive the chaos and mm-hmm. other things if i can find ways to make somebody else's day a little bit better even if it's something as small as you know taking their dog out to the bathroom yep. then they'll do it right yeah you know a little <laughs> chihuahua in the middle of winter and, <laughs> yep, yep. You know, take him out to go potty before you take you know <laughs> his human to the hospital <laughs> yep. no that's you know, good sometimes that's just what it takes and it you know i think that's helps helps break up some of that negativity sometimes that we have this so no i love that. the smoke detector those are, i love doing those too that's kind of fun no i love that that's a good answer so i guess on the other spectrum then what's kind of the the least favorite part about being an ems provider uh my least favorite part sometimes we get sucked into the negativity of things you know we go on bad calls we deal with people that are at their worst yeah you know less than nice (laughs) yep um you know sometimes you have coworkers or you know fellow employees or whatever that you know sometimes you you butt heads or whatever and sometimes it's easy to get sucked into that negativity train so i think you know you gotta you gotta find ways to get out of that spiral but i mean there's really not much that i don't enjoy about the job i really wouldn't do anything else no that's that's (laughs) good it is one of the best jobs in the world and you know sometimes we see some really bad things and have some crazy experiences but you know you can yeah spin it in a positive way it's easy you get sucked into that negativity train jump off it (laughs) if you can jump off of it and turn it into something positive you know i I took their dog for a walk i mowed Mm -hmm. their lawn you know being able to find that value added stuff sometimes even if you're just really nice to somebody who's a complete jerk you know sometimes that'll change their tone too and yeah smiling can be contagious it can Random acts of kindness are contagious. Yes, absolutely. So sticking with the general EMS, uh, more about your service, though, uh, what would be one thing that you would have to, you could brag about Hiawatha Fire? Oh, there's so many things. (laughs) I I have one of the best crews in the state. I I could not say enough about how awesome my crew is. I would paid volunteer, whatever. It does not matter to us. They are all fantastic. And just the way my crew tries to go find that value added Mm -hmm. stuff, they do amazing things on a daily basis. The crew that mowed the gentleman's lawn, they weren't asked to do that. They just 
did it because it was the right thing to do. They'll go shovel someone's driveway, you know, so that their spouse can get out in the middle of winter. Go change somebody's smoke detector battery. Go to the school. Like today, they went to the school and did some pub ed, spray the hose and let the kids see the fire truck and the ambulance, you know, Mm -hmm. like little things like that. I think they do an excellent job at reaching out to the community. And our, our motto is caring for the community. And I think they do a fantastic job at that. You know, we're, we're growing town, but we still try to maintain that small town rooted and rooted yeah. of, mm-hmm. you know, serving the community and, and adding that extra value to the community. Yep. So the community, we're, I like it gets what they, what they absolutely deserve. Yeah. I think I've seen something on the ambulances that's some, you know, community focused and yeah. something like that. So that's, that's, that's awesome. That's community is a very big thing for us being involved and part of the community and and the city as a whole. We work very well with our our other city departments and they're all fantastic too. The city staff here is great. So That's great. That's great. So, I guess if you had one concern about EMS overall, it could be local, it could be national, it could be international, whatever it may be. What would what would it be uh that concerns you? Right. Uh I think what concerns me the most is that we tend to not do a very good job at selling ourselves. And that kind of leads into recruitment and retention. We don't, you know, back in the day, you used to be able to put a sign out in the yard that says, we need volunteers. And you'd get a few people that would come down and sign up. And here's a pager and a key and send you EMT class or paramedic school or whatever. And here you go. Now we have to, we have to go out and actively recruit people. I think we, we do a very bad job at that. Um, as EMS, we, we need to get better at recruiting, you know, specifically go to those EMT classes, those paramedic classes, or even host them. I know Johnson County in particular, they, they're doing an apprenticeship program. We have to think outside of the box. Our, our traditional methods of recruitment and retention do not work. Right, right. The, the standard sign, hey, we're hiring, those days are kind of over. You know? Right. You can't just put a notice on Facebook anymore and hope that something happens. You have to actually like get out into the community and mm-hmm. talk to people and be like, hey, you know, yeah. I know my neighbors might be interested in this. Like, And then we got to find ways to make that happen whether it's paying for the emt class or you know the service putting up a little stipend or whatever to go on an ambulance call appreciation dinner you know once a year you know sometimes a a prime rib dinner or a steak dinner goes a long way you're not wrong yeah (laughs) you know every year you know sometimes like we the city here they'll have us go to the colonel's game you know watch a baseball game and they'll they'll pay for the the food and stuff and the crew gets to go hang out or just something small time you know sometimes it's just little things that make a huge difference to people and and it's not always money no it's not it's not always money sometimes just saying a thank you every now and then is what we need all right so last question nick if if you were talking to a new ems provider and had to give them some type of advice uh what would it be stay positive it's easy to get sucked into the negativity train Mm -hmm. it's easy to jump in to being on multiple services and having multiple jobs you got to stay positive if you're going to do that, recommend it. But you also have to find time for yourself to be able to decompress, to relax, go on vacation, spend time with your spouse, your kids, things like that. It's, it's really easy to jump into this and get on multiple services, work multiple jobs, and then get very sucked into it. And then that turns into negativity sometimes. And then you get burned out. Burned out. Mm-hmm. And if you are able to take that time and just go fishing, go mm-hmm. spend time with your spouse 
sometimes that separation um, is is good for you mentally and, and mm-hmm. physically, to be honest. Yeah, we were kind of talking offline before about, you know, you having, you know, two part-time jobs and then, you know, you really look at something and go, oh, if I work this job, I only work nine days a month, forgetting that yeah. it's 24-hour shift, so that's a lot of hours. But then you think, oh, I have some days off. I know I can't just sit at home and do nothing. I got to go get another job. Absolutely. Know? And yeah. that's that where it sucks you in, right? I, I have been sucked into that <laughs> trap myself and... It, it will burn you out and turn you negative very fast. So just being able to have a little separation, even if you are if you have to have a second job, even if that job is something outside of fire and EMS, just to have something different, change of pace, you know, to change it up. I agree. And I, I think a lot of times, are, uh, talking to the board members so far, everybody has had, you know, the, the one, two, three jobs. Oh, yeah. You know? And that's that's at a time where they thought, well, I needed to make more money. I needed to save more money. I had a big purchase I had coming up. But, Absolutely. But then they forget about what they're losing out on. And that's time. You know? It is. And it's time you'll never get back. Mm-hmm. It's time with your spouse, your kids, your family that you will just never get back. And so I think we need to do better as, as EMS in making sure that we're taking care of not only ourselves, but mm-hmm. our families. Absolutely. Our spouses, kids, you know, just mm-hmm. being able to spend that time with those people because you'll never get that back. No, I do agree. Well, perfect. Well, I appreciate all your all your good, honest answers here, Nick. And I, I yeah. appreciate the tour of, of Hiawatha Fire. And, you know, exciting to hear that you guys are going to be building a new station. That that plan yeah. looks great. Yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. Our new station is going to be fantastic. So if you're in the area, make sure you stop by and see Nick. Yeah, stop <laughs> on in. We'll give you the tour. <laughs> perfect. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate right. it. Thank you, Andy. I got some good friends that live down the street. Got a good-looking woman with her arms around me Here in a small town